0: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios.
1: You eat a chicken sandwich?
2: This is the
0: Press Box.
2: The best is their chicken minis, which are these little small rolls that they have butter all over them and like a chicken nugget inside of it. And they're delicious.
0: I got to get out more, man. I have a slice of wheat toast. With Grainy and Bischoff. I got to get out more. On ESPN Las Vegas. I don't really know what to say. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, I don't know what to say back. Yeah. Six straight shows. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, man. I walked in here this morning and you said, thank God you didn't have to go to Cleveland. <laughs> that would have been, you'd never see me again. I, I, I would have l- lost it at that point and they'd had to drag me out. You would have never seen me
2: again if I had to go to Cleveland after Dallas. Well, the good news is we're ta- talking to Kevin Bollinger, who is oh. in Cleveland and has been in Cleveland for four days now. Yes, four days. <laughs> We
0: talked about the reactions. My colleagues, Adam Hill and Sam Gordon, they were very excited. They're very excited on Friday to learn that there was no game on Saturday and they would be in Cleveland through Tuesday.
2: Of all the NFL cities, where does Cleveland rank in terms of where you would want to be stuck for an extra I mean, two days?
0: I'm trying to think of a...
2: it. Like i got to imagine Jacksonville is pretty low, yeah. but probably mm-hmm. better in December because it's not freezing right, cold. Because It's not freezing. But like outside of that, is is Cleveland the worst? Buffalo would be pretty bad. Buffalo. Well,
0: Buffalo though, but in December places and they have some nice restaurants. I mean, it's you know, it's it's the frozen frozen all the time. But
2: Cleveland. But they at least know how to handle the frozen all the time. Depending on where you stay for a Packers game, like there's not anything in Green Bay. So, but I I have to imagine if you cover a game in Green Bay, you don't stay in Green Bay. That's true. So. I mean, Cleveland, it's bottom, if not the very bottom. I believe it's it's coming
0: up just
1: ahead of Cincinnati. Yes,
0: (laughs) You know that
2: there's not a ton
0: to do when Adam Hill is tweeting that I believe he and uh, Case Key from Paul Gutierrez were driving around looking for the homes and or places of the serial killers. (laughs) Like, when you see that tweet, like, okay, it's really cold and you're in a car and you're driving around to see homes of those people. So... That kind of puts everything in perspective, I guess. Can't even
1: see a friggin' Cavs game, right? <laughs> the first bite. Uh oh. Where is it? There. Today is not my day. I'm doing bad on a Monday. Did the NFL screw the Raiders? Uh, the conspiracy. They yes. hate the Raiders. They I hate get screwed? The They're out to is,
0: get them. We're going to hate the Raiders, and we're also postponing other games. Yes. Like, okay, <laughs> hold on. That was the great. Raider fans, oh, another excuse just to rail on the NFL about this. I think there's a lot to unpack. I want to hear your thoughts. because I, I think, it, I think it's, it's definitely not as simple as, oh, they screwed the Raiders. There's so much more there. To unpack with no, this. the Raiders had nothing to do with this
2: decision. There's not, not a single thought. Right. They weren't sitting the, around the NFL offices. How do we screw the Raiders the, on this? The only, thing, the only impact the Raiders had on this decision was making the decision happen a little earlier because the Raiders were getting ready to get on their flight. And they were like, hey, guys, if you're going to make us stay behind for a few more days, tell us before we get on our flight right. to Cleveland. The, the, the NFL's decision had nothing, nothing at all to do with the Raiders, it had to do with three teams in the NFL having a massive COVID outbreak, three teams, more than any other team has had this year. Three teams had 20 plus players with a COVID outbreak. Now the NFL doesn't want to postpone games. Does not want to cancel games? The NFL wants to play on and finish this season out as easily as possible, as normal as possible. I thought it was interesting. Vic Tafer of the athletic, he wrote a story about this where he basically said The NFL used it as a bargaining chip. They agree because the NFL PA, the Players Association, wanted to move the games back. They wanted to postpone them. And the NFL used it as a bargaining chip, and they said, okay, we will postpone these games, but you have to let us change our COVID protocols. And the change in COVID protocols was they're no longer testing vaccinated players unless they have symptoms.
0: Unless they have symptoms. right?
2: So if you're a vaccinated player, you're not getting tested for COVID anymore because the NFL basically wants... They don't want to play games with people that have tested positive for COVID. And one way to do that is to not test for COVID. And the way the NFL got the Players Association to agree to that was to agree to move these games. That's what Vic Tafer wrote about using it as a bargaining chip. That's got a bigger deal than anything about the Raiders whatsoever.
0: And it had nothing to do with the Raiders. And I know Raider fans out there. And look, there has been things in the past you can question whether or not they were on their side or not. But this had nothing to do with them. And I, I you just can't make opinions and decide this stuff in a vacuum there's just too much stuff going on they had what they have 100 tests in a a matter of days 100 tests out there that were positive or people went on the COVID list 100 guys and you know i'm not going to sit here and pretend i know everything about the science of it um or you know in terms of the variant or when there is variant they have found the variant within some of their teams I just think I'm totally on board with you. I'm just, I, I, now the, it is interesting that Vic wrote that and it is something to think about. And it's a lot more to think about than that possibility than them just sitting around the office saying, oh, the Raiders involved here. Let's (laughs) screw the Raiders. I'm, if, and I know Raider fans think that and we saw that. And even Mark Davis had a quote that kind of intimated you can't, here's the thing about um, Mark Davis and others who use this health and safety line. Like you can't use that only if it pertains to your narrative. And that's what they do. They put that out there if it, you know it supports what they're saying. But Mark Davis saying maybe Cleveland should f- fly here, oh it's like come on. And 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 <laughs> th- that that's the, you know, m- make it fair. And again, when he says that, that's another shot to you weren't fair to us. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with three games were moved. If the Raiders had been the Cowboys and Cleveland had been in that situation and let's say Vic is right and they made that deal, then the Cowboys would have been moved. Well,
2: yep. Yep. the <laughs> In this scenario, the NFL hates the Raiders, and the cover up that they hated the Raiders also had to screw the Eagles and the uh, Seahawks. And the Seahawks are also playing COVID teams. I mean, do they hate them too? Apparently, they hate them all. Now, Paul Gutierrez talked to Mark Davis, and here is Paul Gutierrez tweeted out sort of a summation of what Mark Davis said. Just spoke with Mark Davis, who said moving the game back two days is a competitive disadvantage to the Raiders. He pointed out that not only had his team, which is 100% vaccinated and has no one on the COVID list, been preparing for a cross-country trip on a short week, but now has a short week to prepare for a divisional game against the Broncos on December 26th. Health and safety is always number one, but it's tough, Davis said. Maybe Cleveland should travel here. That would make it more fair. Davis also mentioned how when the Raiders' entire starting offensive line was on the COVID list last year in a week leading up to the Tampa Bay game, the NFL did not postpone the originally scheduled Sunday night game. The league moved it up to the afternoon. All right, help me out. How is this a competitive disadvantage for the Raiders? I have not been able to figure this out, how Mark Davis can walk in and say with a straight face, this is a competitive disadvantage to make us play a team two days later. Well,
0: right or or wrong, I'm trying to get in his head. Wouldn't he mean that if you give them two extra days, they're going to get a lot of guys back? I know what you're going to say, but I'm, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get in his head. I mean, I'm trying to get in his head get, of what that means so, because I don't know what that means.
2: So Mark Davis is looking at it saying we deserve to play the Browns when they're down 20 of their 53 active players.
0: He might be saying that when he said, hey, we're ridiculous. all vaccinated. Right. Yeah, but he's That's we're ridiculous. all vaccinated. They had the problems. It should be on them. Right. They should have to play.
2: And the Browns are all, well, I think it was what? One Browns player is not vaccinated. Like the Browns did not have an outbreak. They had
0: no unvaccinated players who got involved in this, by the way. The
2: Browns did not have an outbreak of unvaccinated players. The Browns had an outbreak among vaccinated players. And that's why the NFL has been more lenient, which by the way, I am. I cannot, I don't think I can be more annoyed by people that continue to bring up last year's game against Tampa Bay and that game not being postponed because there is a massive difference in what happened last year with the Raiders' offensive line and what happened with Cleveland this year. Last year, the Raiders basically did not have their entire offensive line for that game against Tampa Bay because Trent Brown tested positive and all the other offensive linemen were deemed close contact. But the massive difference is that Trent Brown was caught not wearing his mask and not wearing his tracer. And more players within the Raiders last year were caught not wearing their masks that week when Trent Brown tested positive, the Raiders last year broke COVID protocols. That's why they didn't have their offensive line. They broke COVID protocols. The Browns, as far as we know, something might come out in the future. But as of now, the Browns did not break any COVID protocols. That's, that's a massive difference. And Mark Davis is trying to make it out to sound like it's the same situation. Right. It's not even close, dude. Your team broke COVID protocols like 16 times last year. You got fined more than any other team in the league last year because you guys didn't take
0: it seriously. You not only didn't take it seriously, you broke COVID protocols and still made up T-shirts. Yeah. Crushed
2: the virus. Crushed the virus. Like, I have one. <laughs> it, is, it is two completely different scenarios. And for Mark Davis to pretend like they're the same is the most disingenuous thing that he has done. Like, it is absurd to me that he thinks those are the same things and thinks those are comparable enough to complain about because his team sucked last year. His team was awful at handling a pandemic. And now he's trying to be like, whoa, well, we were the victims last right. year when they couldn't get it together. Shut up. Like, you guys sucked last year at handling this, and you, got, you had to play a game because of it. The Browns, as far as we know, they didn't break any COVID no, every, protocols. reportedly, every one of those guys yeah. are vaccinated. And, that's, and that was one of the big differences in how the NFL treated teams last year was when teams, when they found out teams broke COVID protocol – they weren't lenient about it. They, they were like, yeah, you guys are playing. Like, Remember the Denver Broncos? They had to play without a quarterback? Yes. Do you remember? We found out after the season. But the reason that they made the Broncos play is because one of their quarterbacks tested positive. But what the NFL found was they had that the four quarterbacks were in a uh, meeting room together, and they were supposed to sit six feet apart. They all took their tracers off, put them in the corner of the room, and went and sat at a yeah. table together. They broke COVID protocol, and the NFL said, oh, well, sorry, you're playing with Kendall Hinton at quarterback. Tough. Like, that's you guys broke protocol. We're not going to bend the rules or move a game for you. They did postpone it, but they're not going to cancel a game for you. Like, the Raiders broke COVID protocols last year. That's why they had to play the game.
0: The fan base disagrees. Apparently. The fan, base, or the fan base over the weekend it, kept mentioning they don't this remember Tampa that. Bay game. Yeah,
2: because they don't remember. No, they don't oh, remember. Well, they broke even COVID if they protocol. do, even if they do, they're going to side with, hey, we're getting screwed again. Yeah, It's just, I I can't understand how Mark Davis can, with a straight face, say it's oh. a competitive disadvantage for the Raiders to play on Monday. Yes, you can. When the other team was going to be without 20, and hell, they might still be without 20 Well, that's 20 the players. other
0: thing, until, uh, what do they have? 2 p.m., uh, two, two which PM, I think is the
2: Eastern time.
0: 11 a.m. this morning, they have to set their roster. Yeah. So, for all we know those guys will still be on on the COVID list and you'll still have the team that you're going to play on Saturday anyway. And then
2: what's your excuse if you lose Baker Mayfield posted something on Instagram last night saying that he's, he's been feeling fine and he's hoping for a negative test so we can get out there and play, which that's where the Browns are at. Like you're talking about competitive disadvantage. The quarterback hasn't practiced all week. They've got 20 something guys that haven't practiced all week. Even if they come back from the COVID list today, they haven't practiced all week. So like, the idea that he would with a straight face say the Raiders are the ones at a competitive disadvantage is hilarious to me because it's very clearly
1: the other team that's at a massive disadvantage. I just didn't. I would be based on most of the most recent uh, news reports coming out of like the CDC and different and Harvard. If any of my players got the Johnson and Johnson, I would be screaming at them. <laughs> <laughs> The one-timer? Yeah, literally like, oh, you'd be the one that was 70% effective against the normal variant and is literally, like, apparently helping the new one. I have a
2: question. Ed, you got your booster shot? Yeah. Did you get yours, Jared? No, mine's the 26. Okay. When I went and got mine, I got Moderna for my first two shots. They asked me if I wanted to change to Pfizer or if I wanted to stay with Moderna for my booster shot. Did they ask you that? No. they okay. saw
0: my they saw my card that were both her Pfizer, so she
2: just gave me Pfizer. All right. I was very confused by that. and I'm wondering, like if you had the Johnson and Johnson, can you now get like the moderna booster?
1: I think basically I would, well, everything I'm reading is, I would be asking <laughs> for, not just the booster, I, yes, just like, say, can you give me yes. the good one? Can you give me
0: three shots? I want the two normal ones, and then I'll take the booster as well, and then I'll probably be okay. You imagine, guys, okay, three shots in one sitting. Hold on. The three shot, or you get your first shot, sit over there for 15 minutes. And come back for the Come second. on back, to sit over there for 15 minutes, and we'll give you the booster.
2: The way I responded to the first shot, I think the three shots in a row would take me out.
1: There's a. Did you not read the story that there's a guy in New Zealand who's like he's apparently had like 36 shots. What? Like what? he's created a cottage industry of him being like he'll get your pass, like your vaccine passport. And he'll put on a disguise to look like you and go get the shot for you.
0: Okay, we've gone a little overboard there. He's that worried. No, he's, no he's, he's super vaccinated. He created
2: a, he's created a business. If you don't want to get vaccinated, <laughs> oh, he'll pretend to he's, be he you. He should pretend to be you. Yeah. There's not,
1: there's not going to be a whole lot of repeat customers because of, you know, death. Yeah.
2: But yeah, he's created a business. I like to see this disguise he puts on every time, be a different person. Can he change genders, or is this just like a male-only business?
1: I honestly, they can't. The the problem is, is that the authorities are still looking for him. (laughs) Well, he's at the the CVS. (laughs) Well, they just know he's never sick.
2: (laughs) All right, coming up next: How the hell did the Bucks get shut out?
3: There's the snap to McCoy, he's back on fourth down, looks, being chased, rolling left, looking, 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 trying to get the edge and runs out of bounds, that's it, game over. Lions with a heck of an effort against From the, the Lions. team that came in here at 10-3. and three. They did it on offense, they did it on defense, they did it on special teams. This has been a tough year, but this is the kind of effort you're looking for that shows what you're capable of. And the Lions certainly put that on display today. Stopping that Arizona offense. Controlling the ball with their own offense. Two drives of more than 90 yards in the first half. And they put together an impressive 30-12 victory. You want to play the role of spoiler? They just did that. And they played it well.
0: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff.
2: The Browns are only getting one player back from the COVID list today. John Johnson, one of their safeties, is has been activated from the COVID list. Oh, of
1: course it's a defensive player.
2: I was going to say,
0: can you see the Raider fans right here? Oh, had to be Johnny Johnson. Had to be that guy. Couldn't be Baker Mayfield. Had to be Johnny Johnson to screw He us. always comes up big. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum still on the COVID uh, list. They did not produce a negative test today apparently which means nick mullins will be the starting quarterback for the browns against the raiders so all that complaining by mark davis about it being a competitive disadvantage well and the browns are basically playing as shorthanded as they would have on saturday is
0: it wrong for us to want johnny johnson to go pick six? Oh boy <laughs> yes two of them
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> Would be very funny. Oh
0: Johnny Johnson running on the field. Davis, I told you. I said that guy shouldn't have that been on the should, field. Completely competitive disadvantage with Johnny Johnson on the field. Wouldn't
2: I, I can't even find him on Football Reference.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's very common name. He's he's John Johnson the third, by the way. If that helps you at all. Okay, I found him on the Rams website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Johnson the third. He's going to make a big difference today. He's oh. going to be the complete difference. We can only in the entire hope to game. see
0: the to see the reaction.
2: I mean. There's a chance he's also like the backup quarterback. Like, that's a possibility. I don't know who the backup quarterback I is. I don't know who. He's on the practice squad. <laughs> and maybe he just got signed. So, Raiders play at two o'clock today. By the way, of all, when we talk about screwing the Raiders, I will say the NFL did screw Raiders fans by moving their game to a Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific time because it's now a weekday and it's yeah. the middle of the work day. Right. So majority of the fan base is in California, people in Vegas that care about them. Like if you have a job, you good chance you're missing the entire game because it's starting at 2 p.m. So of all the things I literally am right of all the things that potentially screwed the Raiders, the fans got screwed the most by this game getting moved to a Monday at two. And it's because the other part of it that's crappy is it's a two o'clock game because the NFL doesn't want to schedule over Monday night football. Right. And so they're like, well, we're, we're going to play it at right. two o'clock. Whereas the two games that got postponed to Tuesday are both kicking off at the same yes. exact time because it's not Monday night right. football. So they're like,
1: whatever, we'll play both at the same time. If I was ESPN and this, this is just me, I would, would have been calling them going, well, no, 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 no. You, you guys keep the bears and the Vikings <laughs> as bad as it could be. We'll take the Raiders Browns. <laughs>
2: That would be funny if Monday Night Football is like, can we change? We'll take the Raiders <laughs> and Browns. Oh yeah, they we'll take, take those. Nick take Mullins.
0: Them. Sure, Nick Mullins and the Raiders. <laughs> Raiders with the with the fans and the uh, rating? Sure.
2: Uh, so, also somebody that got screwed. Giants fans, have you seen? Did you see this story last week? So you were out, so you missed a lot of fun stuff last week. The Giants, their like they had like Fan Appreciation Day, season ticket holder appreciation day. And their season ticket holder gift to their fans was a free medium soda.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you have to have a ticket because I'm sure you can't go up and get a second soda.
2: That was it. Free medium soda, which is hilarious because, like, as an example, as a Lights FC season ticket holder. What do you get? In four years, our season ticket holder gifts, we've gotten two free jerseys, uh, one free scarf, and this year we got a llama bobblehead. Wow. Right. Those are those, those are, are good the, gifts. Right. Those are They're tremendous really good gifts. Right. For a team that's like yeah. the Las Vegas lights that might they might not have any money. There might be a $7 in their checking account right now. The New York Giants gave out a free medium soda. But then there was this tweet yesterday that is uh phenomenal from Pat Leonard. Someone just told me that the free Pepsi at MetLife today. <laughs> is not one drink per ticket it's only for the person whose name is on the season ticket account so that means if you you know had two season tickets or four season tickets you couldn't walk up there with two or four people and all of you get a free drink you'd have to take all four no you only get one if you have four tickets yeah if you had it doesn't matter how many tickets you have it's your it's, it's under one name you only and get one and they wonder why they stink <laughs>
1: What, what about true. how
2: much karma is there? <laughs> My goodness. What a What a disaster. Gift. Like, it's a bad gift to start with. And then you'd be like, you know what? We need to save some money here. Pat's got uh, four season (laughs) tickets up in section 312. We can't let him get four drinks. Pat's sitting
0: at the top of the stadium in (laughs) 10-degree weather. And and that's the other thing. You guys, you get all free soda, and one free soda, and it's like 10 degrees. So we know none of you are really going to want this (laughs) anyway. So we're not going to lose any money on the soda because it's freezing out. (laughs) Like
2: The other amazing thing is at Allegiant Stadium, you can get free refills. Like, the way yes. it's set up in the yeah. concourse, there's just soda banks yeah. or whatever, they fountains that you, they're not even, like, with at the concession stand. You can just walk up to it right. and fill your empty cup up when you're done with it. Like, uh, the Raiders are just giving away free soda <laughs> Legion Stadium. The Giants are like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, buddy. Legion Stadium knows it. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> buddy. How many t- t- tickets you got? You only get one drink. Get out of here with that. So, yeah, Giants fans got screwed there because what a cheap product that is. And then can't even be competitive with the Cowboys, who, by the way, are second in the NFC all of a sudden. sudden,
0: Well, Arizona keeps losing those kind of games. The Cowboys are going to keep going up. How'd they lose by
2: 18 to the Lions? Like, the the Lions not only are bad, but the Lions have made it a habit to, yeah, we'll play some close games and lose them all. But, like, let's play some close games. Tie some. (laughs) Yeah, tie one. Uh, Let's play some close games, guys. And the Cardinals walk in. They're like, how about you beat us by 18? Yeah. How about you beat us by three scores? Like, What? Kyler Murray got benched in a game against the Lions because his team was losing. I'm not going to – this won't be a
0: surprise. You know how they play clips later in the day of all the coaches who won inside their locker rooms. Great job. They played Mike McCarthy. They played others. Who's the one guy dropping (laughs) F-bombs? Like, is that going to surprise anybody (laughs) that it was Campbell? Like, everyone else, like, hey, great win, great win. Like, you know, Sean, hey, great win. Way to win. We know who we have next week. Campbell,
1: you're bleeping right. We won. It's like, okay.
2: I think I want Dan Campbell and the lions to never be like actually good, but to be good enough that he sort of hangs around for a while and keeps like doing that, giving us great, great, great great quotes about biting kneecaps and cussing in the locker room. Like just, just like perpetually getting like eh, eight, nine, 10 wins and occasional playoff appearance. Maybe they win one playoff. They go to the playoffs. This guy's getting a huge extension. Like, I want to see Any year. I don't want to, I don't want to see him like actually win cuz then he's going to like be insane. Then right. we're going to have to hear about how biting kneecaps is how you win a Super Bowl,
1: right. which is ridiculous. But just give him enough success that we get enough crazy Dan Campbell. Quickly. I read an article when he was putting together his coaching staff, someone compared it to the coaching staff Urban Meyer put together and people were like Dan Campbell put together like 200 years worth of NFL experience. Like he found guys that have been like DB coaches for 25 years. And he was like, why haven't you ever been a defensive coordinator? Get over here. Like he apparently is on that same like weird kick that Bruce Arians is where he's like, well, I'll just hire this guy that none of you want to seem to hire.
2: Did he call any of them losers though? No, 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 their no. I think, no, I he think, doesn't know how to coach. I
1: think he genuinely, his whole thing is, you guys do your jobs because you guys have experience. I'm going to go talk to the media. <laughs> All right, coming up next, live
2: from Cleveland, Kevin Bollinger. As I know, if anyone just is a fan of mine, you know, it's a week-to-week league. That's for sure, because one day they love you, the next day they hate you. Um, you know, they blame you for everything and then they praise you for stuff that, you know, really, you know, that wasn't even me. And, uh, if anyone knows that, I know that
0: you're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN, Las Vegas, follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and
2: Bischoff underscore Tyler. Joining us live from Cleveland, Fox five, Las Vegas is Kevin Bollinger. Kevin, how is Cleveland? How is it, buddy?
3: Hey, good morning. Uh, the sun is actually out for the first time. I've been here since Thursday. We have not seen the sun, and it is maybe that's the one break the Raiders have with this postponement. Is it rained all day Saturday when the game was going to be played? It was going to be miserable conditions. It is sunny. Uh, of course, it's going to be dark around kickoff time here, but it's going to be clear and, and cold. But uh, no major winds and no no wet weather in the forecast. So. Uh, I guess uh, for this time of year in Cleveland, it is a, a glorious day.
2: Kevin, Thursday? You've been there since Thursday?
3: We usually try to mirror what the teams do and, and anything uh, going back east. We go out uh, you know, two days before because we travel commercially and we you know, can run into problems. So we make sure we get in Thursday night. And uh, so, yeah, so we've been here since <laughs> Thursday. What, what have <laughs> Thanks, you been NFL? doing? What have you been doing? <laughs> We've been exploring Cleveland. Oh, that we went, took you five minutes. We went to the Story house and, <laughs> and uh, went out to, to Canton, which is about an hour away, checked out the Hall of Fame. And, and you know, we explore Cleveland every day except yesterday because Cleveland's one of those cities that kind of shuts down on Sunday.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, because it's so exciting the other six days <laughs> is that, it was really
3: hard of, the five places that were open yesterday <laughs> kind
0: of came to some city ordinance well we can't, we can't stay, we're too excited we can't stay open for seven days we're going to shut down on Sunday <laughs> oh,
1: man. Uh, what now, a nightmare! did
0: you hear uh, Schefter reports the roster is set the only person back for the Browns is a uh, uh, safety we're trying to figure out who he plays for now is Johnny Johnson the third we're actually hoping he gets two pick sixes so the Raiders can whine more about how they got screwed and and Johnny Johnson, you know, the, the great safety beat him. Uh, but what are your expectations now today if you're knowing that uh, both quarterbacks are out and the only one back is a safety?
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, basically the 48-hour uh, delay did not uh, help the Browns in terms of getting the players back. So it looks like Nick Mullins. and. Raider fans, uh, you know, might be saying, hey, we get Nick Mullins. Remember, Nick Mullins had his first NFL start against the Raiders on Thursday night football when he played with the Niners. Threw for three touchdowns, (laughs) 262 yards, and uh, the Niners crushed the Raiders on that night. So what you can expect probably is pretty conservative Cleveland game plan. Uh, Mullins is not a guy that uh, takes a lot of chances anyway, but they're going to run the football. I think you'll see him be uh, fairly conservative, make sure they don't turn the ball over. Uh, to try and stay in this game.
2: Do you think that's why Mark Davis is complaining about it being a competitive disadvantage, because now he's got to face Nick Mullins, <laughs> and he thought, we got a better <laughs> chance against Baker Mayfield.
3: You know, I, it, it, it would have been interesting if if Mayfield had tested out and, and played, and obviously not been on the practice field, but he had said he had been healthy the entire time that he's been out with COVID and, and uh, what he looked like. That would have been kind of an interesting little side angle to this whole thing, but We'll never know. Although the Browns, you know, in a weird way, the Browns lobbied so much to have this 48-hour delay. They play on Saturday this week, so they have an even shorter week to get prepared for their next game. So uh, and they may have tried to help themselves in the short term, but uh, long term they may have uh, kind of screwed themselves a little bit.
0: All right, Raider fans think they got screwed. Uh, Davis thinks it's competitive disadvantage, uh, but they also moved two other games. Um you know, and and Vic Tafer wrote, and I'm sure you saw in The Athletic, it was more of a deal between the NFLP and the NFL in terms of code of protocols and we'll move the games. What were your thoughts on this? Because it doesn't appear that they sat around in New York and said, well, how can we screw the Raiders on this one?
3: No, and I think that, that maybe the NFL missed the point on on sending uh, the message that I think part of the reason that they wanted to delay this is because there were more positive tests coming in every single day in Cleveland that they wanted to pause things so they had a couple of days of negative tests so they were sure that the players that were going on the field against the Raiders were, were not positive but just hadn't tested positive yet so it didn't spread over to the other side. I think that that's an angle that the NFL could have been a little more clear about uh, in, in their reasoning because that was part of it that went into play for that. But let's face it, the president of the NFL PA plays for the Browns. Uh, there was a little bit of extra pressure put on. Um and, and the fact that they did it, you know literally as the Raiders were getting ready to to fly back here to Cleveland uh, kind of uh, you know disrupts things uh, a little bit.
0: Yeah, let me ask you that. Who do you think was the person who told them to stand down? Which I thought was the greatest quote of the entire weekend. It's like down. Tyler will not remember this movie, but was this Nicholson and Cruz and, and a few good men and he's telling them
3: to stand down and stuff. <laughs> I mean,
0: who's who's actually saying those words?
3: I. He, you never know in the NFL who's, who's uh, the, the messenger, right? The, I, I, who, who do they call? Who do they call the Raiders? Do they call Dan Ventrelli, the president? And, and he relays it on down the line. Do they call Satya? I'm not even sure who, who gets that initial message. If it's just the, the guy that's in charge of the travel, that stands in front of the bus doors and says, you're not getting on right now. Yeah. Uh, that would have been an interesting thing uh, to see because I guess it was right as they were getting ready to board the buses to head to the plane that they were told to stand down. And then it was, what, another hour or so after that before they made the decision. So I guess they just go back and, and sit inside the facility and just wait. And After that happens, you've already had your walkthrough for the day uh, before you before you flew. So I'm sure that they did a little extra prep for the Broncos for next weekend uh, to try and uh, you know make up for, for the short week.
2: If they lose to the Browns with 20 players on the COVID list, should the Raiders just forfeit the rest of the games this season?
3: <laughs> I think that, that everybody's kind of thinking along the same lines that if they don't win this game tonight, uh, there's a good chance that uh, the rest of the, the season could uh, go go in the loss column. So, and the Browns are in a tricky situation, interesting situation. If they win this game, the Browns, Go so in the first place in the NFC North. If they lose this game, they're in last place in the NFC North. So, um, it's it's and the Raiders, for as as horrible as they have been since the bye week, uh, are, are still in a decent position. If they win this game to try and win out, they're going to need a little bit of help. But they've got a lot of tiebreakers against a team that they'll be competing with for that last wild card spot.
2: <sighs> what a fun league. Nick Mullins is the, the AFC North will be decided by Nick, Nick Mullins, Mullins against, the against the Raiders <laughs> on a Monday at 2 PM. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's phenomenally can't get good enough. Um Are you flying back tonight? Or are you going to have to stay one more night in Cleveland?
3: I get to stay one more night <sighs> in Cleveland because uh, we have uh, duties to do for Fox five news uh, for the uh, shows right after the game. And then of course we got to get everything put together for the late shows tonight. So, uh, an extra day in Cleveland. And, uh, that was the hard part too. When the NFL made the changes, it's Christmas time. There's hard to find flights right now. It's the week of Christmas. Everybody's flying everywhere. Uh, so we had to, to, uh, do some juggling just to, to get on a plane, to get back to Vegas, uh, on Tuesday.
2: How confident are you? You're actually going to be in Vegas for Christmas.
3: Oh, I'm going to be at the airport as early as I can be. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not pulling the. Uh, you know Adam Hill and, and showing up thirty minutes before. I'm making sure I get on that darn plane at home for Christmas. Uh, uh, although we will be working all week with the Raiders, but we we got to get back to COVID test on Wednesday morning at the Raiders facility.
0: Speaking of which, did you see my colleagues uh, going out to find uh, serial killer homes?
3: I, I did see your colleagues, um, and uh, they at that point I don't believe they had done that, but they were hitting a, a chain of. Um, I don't know gas stations or something called Sheets, which is like Wawa, back for for the people that are from Philly or, or Florida. Uh, the, that's the the Ohio version, I guess, of that. And they were going around to to various uh, Sheets convenience stores, and, and I don't know if that's what they were doing all their meals. But they were enjoying that tour a little bit. And they were running into the same problems we were. I think one night uh, they got stuck at a. An old rundown TGI Fridays that, that gave them some, quite some adventures. So next time, Adams, on you have to ask him about that. Oh boy,
2: I, Kevin, I feel disaster. so bad for you. I, I'm sorry. Um, enjoy your last few hours in Cleveland, and hopefully, you're back. You know, before 2022. Yeah, you, get a, you got a family to get back to for Christmas. Those girls <laughs> need you back.
3: That's right. The kids are are looking forward to uh, to the getting back uh, at some point. So the, the good news is clear weather the rest of the week in Cleveland. We're not going to get snowed in uh, tomorrow oh or anything else. Uh, I, otherwise, I was going to oh. do the whole planes, trains, and automobiles or,
1: oh.
3: or uh, you know, try and find, you know, the late John Candy in a van with the polka band and try and hitch a ride if I had to.
0: I hate to say it, but you're waking up to three feet tomorrow for saying that. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're looking <laughs> out the window that. tomorrow, and you're like, oh, no.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Kevin Bollinger from Fox 5 Las Vegas. Kevin, thank you so much thank for you
3: alright, guys,
2: have a good okay. one. Oh,
0: jinxed it! What a because t- mean... at any point <laughs> it could move in. We're not talking about like trusting the weather yeah. in Cleveland when it comes to like snow. The wind could hit the river and just, just create it snow create like a blizzard.
1: And hey. also, the river could at any time catch on fire.
2: <laughs> hey, we're gonna be in Cleveland for a couple of days. What do you want to do? Let's drive around to all the Sheets convenience yes, stores. <laughs> I saw, oh I saw that.
1: I
0: saw that tweet as well. They were trying to find, I think, for whatever silly reason, although they're in Cleveland, as many as they could find. And I is it? I think it's like a Seven Eleven. All right. It's got version? here's
2: Wikipedia. Sheets is an American chain of convenience stores and coffee shops owned by the Sheets family. They still they the stores sell custom food, beverages, and convenience store items. With all locations offering twenty four seven service.
1: Okay. So it's, that that it's, explains it.
2: It's like a nice gas station. It
1: was what was open. Yeah.
2: It's a nice gas station is what it is. That's what it looked like from the pictures. And He's... that's what you do it in was, Cleveland. Uh,
0: it was uh, Case, Adam, and Paul just driving yeah. around looking for these things. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> get, oh. The, get the get the NFL out of Cleveland. Get them out of there. Unbelievable. All right. What are we doing next? I don't even know. Something better than Cleveland.
3: There were too many self-inflicted wounds today. To go ahead and give ourselves a chance for success. We had our shots, we had some opportunities, but we got to make the most of them. You're not going to win a lot of games instantly with four turnovers. It's obviously something we preach and we work on consistently to make sure we eliminate, uh, amongst a number of other things we got to clean up as a team.
0: We're back to the Press Box Morning Show with Ed Graney and Tyler Bischoff. Be part of the conversation on the Finley Kia text line at
3: 69187 Finley Kia. Come see a Kia on West Sahara.
2: Later in the show, we're going to have Las Vegas Bowl tickets to give away. That game's on December 30th. We'll have a pair of tickets uh, for somebody to win a little bit later. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Also, Wednesday, it's the best show on this station every year. It's Cofield and Company's Festivus show. You can call in and complain about whatever you want. Hopefully you call in and complain about us. Oh, we need to be ripped. Uh, yes, that yes. that would be preferable. Yes. This year, there is a voicemail line you can call right now and leave it. And that way, they'll have it ahead of time and can play it. Uh, 702-473-0050. Premise of that show, by the way. Apparently, this is from some TV show I've never seen.
0: Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but you call in and you can complain about
2: whatever you want uh, to Cofield and Company. You can do it live on Wednesday during their show or for the first time they've got a voicemail okay. line 702-473-0050 if you want to call and complain now
0: you've never seen one episode not one episode of seinfeld i probably
2: have have you heard of seinfeld yes i've heard of seinfeld okay. yeah yeah
0: okay
2: all right i'm i would recognize at least you know 3 of the characters or something okay. like that all, right.
1: all okay. right so there's some i we i there's some things to festivals that you need so to what? know. what? this? So, yeah. Me talking on the radio, never a strength. You can call the voicemail if you'd want to complain about that. So there's the Festivus poll, the Festivus what? dinner, okay. the airing of the grievances, yes, which is that. That's, 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 that's what this is. That's what this is. And then there's the feats of strength and the Festivus miracles.
0: All right, what I don't see the... any miracles over there. Yeah, what's the Festivus poll? It's literally just a – isn't it just a – Instead stick? of a tree, it's literally like a
1: pole. Oh, it's a steel pole. Okay. a steel pole. I was,
2: I was thinking like pole with multiple choice answers. And no, you it's an one. actual gotcha. steel pole. Gotcha. Okay. Do they do feats of strength on Cofield and company? I believe – I just think they do the area
0: grievances.
1: Well, I think one year they had a guy come in and put Adam Hill at a uh, chokehold, and uh, I don't think they've done it since then. We may need to ask Adam Hill about that
0: story. <laughs> we need to get more of the people who rip us on Twitter to rip us on the Festivus.
2: Yeah, call in. Yeah, call Do in. it right now. 702-473-0050. Call Leave in a voicemail. It'll be great. Uh, best show of the year, not just Cofield and Company, but this entire station. Hands down. You call in and complain about us, Cofield and Company. Honestly, whatever you I want. I think you can
0: complain about Raider right. Nation Radio. Yeah. You complain yeah. about anything you I mean, want. You, to.
2: Get, you can complain about your wife or husband if yeah. you want to too but preferably you complain about us or Cofield and Company or somebody else in the building. The, the best Great.
1: one is there's been a guy in the time that I have worked here who consistently every year calls in to complain about Leon our voice guy. <laughs> <laughs> like okay <laughs> I don't even know what you're supposed to do with that. Like,
2: Poor Leon. One guy doesn't Might like be Leon's, Leon's like voice brother. Guy. <laughs> It's his competitors. Yeah. There's yeah, one guy. Exactly. You know
1: who you should hire?
2: Yeah. Me, <laughs> Joe from Scranton. <laughs> so yes, the festivist line seven oh two four seven three zero zero five zero. All right, quickly with the rest of our time here. Ichiro. All right, apparently he's pitching to high schoolers. Uh a high school girls team in Japan. He pitched against them. Uh he struck out seventeen. He threw 143 <laughs> pitches. Uh, his fastest pitch was 84 miles an hour. But he also went 0 for 3 at the plate. Yes. I was going to say, first of all, I have no idea what the hell this guy's doing. But
0: they have him <laughs> pitching to girls teams in, in uh, back in his country. And th- when I saw that, I'm like, okay, 140 pitch, Okay, 17. But then the thing that stood out, I'm like, wait a minute. This guy went over 3? Like that was the biggest news of the entire story. It wasn't even his pitching. Like who,
2: who got this guy out 3 times? So that's more surprising to you than striking oh, out 17? absolutely. 17, that he got yes. out 3 times. Wouldn't it be? I think so. Oh. I think so. Oh. Now again, he threw 143 pitches. His arms were really tired, <laughs> which is an it's an insane number. Like we're over here We're like if if a starter threw like 143 pitches over like 3 starts, we'd be like, yeah. "Uh-oh. Yeah. Is He's his arm tired. okay.
0: He needs to take a break." <laughs> Dead, Max arm, Scherzer, Scherzer. dead arm in the NLCS. Max Scherzer, dead arm. I got a dead arm.
2: <laughs> Ugh, and I'll Ichiro's at like 48 years old, just like, yeah, no problem. I'll chuck it up there 143 times. So that's what Ichiro's doing in Japan. And by the way, this is the content that MLB.com is producing because there's a lockout, and yeah. they can't talk about their current players. So we get Ichiro against high schoolers.
0: Ichiro nailed some girl on the shoulder. She oh, yeah, started really.
2: laughing,
1: and he bowed. <laughs> so one of my... One of my favorite like thought experience or experiments is um, could you could if you had a team of just Shohei Otani's, could you like go to the playoffs if he had to play every position while pitching? Apparently someone used a video game to simulate that with Ichiro. They won 102 games in the (laughs) World Series. (laughs) Like maybe it's the simulations problem, but apparently, okay.
2: Otani's a definite
1: yes. Oh, if you had nothing but
2: him? Yeah. Sure. Dude dude was a he was an above average starting pitcher and obviously was one of the five best hitters in the game this year. But can he play can he play center field? That's irrelevant. Can he get himself out? He hits well enough that he did he could he could be the worst defensive team in the league and he'd make the playoffs.
0: And he'd have a really good idea of what's coming next. Well, he's and not playing himself.
2: He's playing. Himself. I thought it was no, like no.
0: nine and just like minute, yeah, yeah, no, but no, no, This is the come- new
2: this is the the Angels, instead of having a variety of players have twenty five <laughs> I mean, Shohei Ohtani's or 26. Oh, he's not
0: okay. I thought he was playing himself, right. and I'm like, okay, fastball. This is what I would throw here, and he just like jacks No, no,
2: twenty six Shohei Ohtani's.
0: Show We'd make up. the playoffs.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. Now, <laughs> would they win the World Series? Maybe not because they're bad defensively, but it'd be the, it'd be one of the best offenses in the history of baseball. Yes. Like he's he was unbelievable <laughs> this year, and he's a good enough pitcher that he's not giving up seventeen runs every time he takes them out. It's going to be eight to three. They're most ba- of the And bowing to people.